It was a historic night for the San Jose Sharks hanging to the rafters, the one, the only, Mr. Shark, Patrick Marlowe. We also had a game to play, too. Unfortunately, the Sharks couldn't come out on top on this one, but they made it interesting and uh, lost it in the shootout. We'll talk about that and more after this. But first, if you want to be a part of the show and teal together with us, check us out across all of the social media platforms, that being YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and the shenanigans on TikTok. Check out all of that and more at tealtownusa.com. And of course, if you want to help support the pod, check us out over on Venmo as well at tealtownusa. We appreciate all all of the donations appreciate all of your patronage it's uh it's what we do for you (laughs) so that being said we've got a stacked house this evening uh dana and puck guy are joining me um first let me swap around some nameplates here because puck guy is not dana <laughs> no okay, no far from had it. a lot of work done <laughs> ah, there we go <laughs> but puck guy uh tell me i mean what was the the night like i mean it seemed pretty electric from the get-go at that at that initial ceremony but a lot of misty eyes and a uh, lot of great uh, sharks memories it was an epic night. Good evening to both of you. Uh, you know, last night with the uh, Legends game, it was just crazy in here. And uh, and it was just an outstanding night for, uh, hell, it was a great night for Caleb Marlowe. Let's say for, the, for sure for that, he had a hat trick in there. But tonight, you, this is the first time the Sharks have ever done this in their history. Knocked it out of the park. I mean, they really did a great job bringing it out. I mean, f- I'm like, when I see Jumbo coming out, I'm like, Jumbo, don't cry. Jumbo, don't. Damn it, Jumbo. Why are you making me cry now? Damn it. Come on. Uh, it was an incredible night in here. Uh, like I tweeted out, you know, the other night. I know it's been, you know, we're going to go on to year four of missing the playoffs. But this place felt like a playoff game. And this place was going nuts when Carlson tied and spoiler alert. But, I mean, it was just electric in here. I mean, getting inside the building at 345 for a game that's eventually going to take place four hours later. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, boy. Uh, but this place was really uh, unreal. Uh, the, it was filled to the brim just as, uh, I don't know if you can get it, if we're getting a good shot of it, but uh, uh, a great shot of uh, the banner here because it's been uh absolutely amazing night all around yeah i mean it, it's from what they said it was a sellout and uh, from what we were hearing on the cha- chance over the uh over the broadcast it seemed like people were into it i mean it, it felt uh electric and and again um i think randy had had mentioned that you know the the most energy he's seen in a in a regular season game you know broadcasting and and not only that but i think we need to tip our hats to the whole organization for um especially on the business side for putting this together and and getting the uh 
getting the logistics of this because it was a year in the making and um you know they needed to have something um extremely special for for one of the the most iconic players um in our team's history um and you know it's of course uh, anytime you you retire a number it's special but to have the extra bay area hall of famers come out um, yeah. to have the whole roster of alumni um, there and, you know, players past and present, um, to have his current, uh, you know, the current players that have played with him to, to also be there. Um, and, uh, again, just doing such a great job, bringing Kelly Rudy in, bringing um, Scott Thornton in. He, I saw him in the back. Um, you know, of course, Jumbo would be there. I mean, those two are like brothers, right? So, um, you know, the, they'll they'll be always joined at the hip for sure. But, um, you know, it was just a, a first class job across um, across all the the areas that you you wanted to see. A, a great ceremony and uh, you know uh, uh i think something fitting for for the test of time you know that that yes. that thing is going to be hanging um for the rest of time in sap and the rest of the shark's existence um and uh yeah something very special and you, you don't get to see it often yeah it, it's something special i know it's uh it's been a it's been a long day and it's been crazy, but uh, this whole weekend has been worth it for sure. Uh, and and heck, you got a good game out of this too. My goodness, guys! I mean, you guys have a great game to talk about, uh, in in which you know the Sharks, you know, made it entertaining, made it come back, get pulled the goalie, tie in the in the third, and it's just kept going. It's been crazy. Jerry, thank you so much. We appreciate it, buddy. Super chat donation 12 for 12. Congratulations, Patty. As a Sharks fan, <laughs> that ceremony was so moving. Um, I, I think not only that, Jerry, but I think if we can also add um, part of the Bay Area fabric of sports in general. Um, you know, for a long time, the Sharks were were kind of seen as the, the baby team in the Bay Area, you know, the, the team that... Um, you know, I think people would come and and especially be um, cognizant and aware of them when they're in the playoffs, but always kind of ebbed and flowed in that regular season. But today, um, it, it just seemed as if the whole the whole fabric of the Bay Area kind of came together and said, "Hey, we're going to honor um, one of the the franchise's superstars that um, really put butts in seats, really." was an awesome member of the community still to this day, you know, is a, you know, a, a San Jose resident and, um, you know, somebody who, who likes to be involved in his community. Um, and, you know, he said, you know, San Jose will always be his home, you know, his forever home. And, um, as, as, uh, a person born in the Bay area, um, having someone, a transplant come there and, and say that that's going to be your forever home. I mean, that, that one hit me in the feels too. So, um again great presentation great set of highlights great atmosphere it just just was perfect i don't i don't think i, I could have asked for anything different um Pucka, you want to leave us with your final thoughts and we can let you go and you can get on out yeah uh i will say uh you two have fun tonight don't stay up too late both of you i mean it is 
practically late for us. Yeah, too late. Uh, for but me. all in all, it's an awesome weekend all around. It's been fun covering all of this and kind of getting a sneak peek in. And uh, if you haven't, after after the show here, I uh, did put in the post banner raising uh, ceremony on our YouTube channel uh, right here. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. So uh, with that, it's been a fun weekend. I have an hour drive and work at 4 a.m. So I'm going to leave it to you to uh, have fun. Just make sure you're uh, knocking and having fun while doing this, because uh, after all, it's fun to see Patty kind of let the hair down a little bit. He, you could see he's enjoying he's been enjoying retirement and, and it really showed this weekend. So Dana, Eric, have fun. I will see you guys later this week. Uh, appreciate you both. All right. All right. Thank you, Puck Guy. We appreciate it. Have a safe trip home and uh, try and get as much sleep as you can, buddy. I know tomorrow's going to be a grind. <laughs> as long as I don't, as long as I don't get on the uh, snow grain and start snoring, you know. You two know about that. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. All, All right, right, everyone, have fun. All right, Puck Guy. Have a good one. <laughs> good night, Dana. So it was. I think, like you had said, it was just a marvelous evening. I mean, what what were your takeaways? And um, I mean, what 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 are your feelings uh, of the whole ceremony and and just um, the emotions that you felt uh, as that thing went up? Yeah. So uh, Marlo was drafted in the year I was born, when I was literally a month old. Um, Needless to say, I don't remember that, but I did grow up with Marlo never not being a shark. Um, and I, that was just a name I always knew um, since before I could remember. Um, so, you know, to me and pretty much everyone, like Patrick Marlo is the sharks. Um, and yeah, I, like for me growing up, like the sharks were um, an established team, but that's because of guys like Marlo and, you know, Thornton, obviously like he, I guess, joined when I was like a little bit older, but, um, Marlo being a big part of that, you know, not necessarily, um, the Sharks first big star, but probably the first that was like homegrown who really came in as just a, just a little kid with lots of talent, not little big, but you know, young, lots of talent, um, and decided to stick it out with the Sharks, um, even when they were maybe, um, you know, still like a small market team, I guess. Um, so obviously he's just like really special to all of us. And, um, it was, it was cool sharing it with my husband who's only become a hockey fan in the past few years, just like through me, um, and him, realizing like, wow, like I've heard you and your family talk so much about Marlo and um, that era of the Sharks. Um, but it was like hitting him like, oh my, like, wow, he like really is, he is the Sharks. Mm -hmm. And um, He's Mr. getting Shark. to watch the, yeah, yeah. Getting to watch the highlights of him was awesome. Um, just when you put together that list of all his accomplishments, it's insane. Um, and yeah, I don't see how he doesn't end up in the hall of fame in the next few years it'd be crazy if he didn't uh quickly before before i uh before we go any further i just want to say thank you sg sports talk channel for uh venmoing we i did see it i would 
like I was going to get to you. Just wanted to make sure that we got uh, Puck Guy uh, checked out and making sure he's going to be okay to hit the road. So um, appreciate your patience, but uh, we are always thankful for the uh, donations and uh, appreciate um, all of the patronage, really, really. It goes to, to helping the, the content that we provide um, and, and to continue uh, keeping the, the lights on on the website, um, the, uh, the, the subscriptions all up to date. So again, we thank you and uh, we really appreciate it. Well, Dana, we have a game to talk about, and this part, I think... You sure? <laughs> no, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, yeah, it was a good game, and I think, you know, we had a little bit of an auspicious start. You know, we had um, David Gust with his first shot in the NHL, first game of the NHL, and of course, uh, you know, as a 29-year-old, uh, a little bit of an overager, AHL journeyman type coming in and getting his uh, getting his first goal and his first shot, well, it would just have to be the Sharks, right? Because that's yes. just what we do. Um, but of course, uh, so generous, so charitable. Um, it, you know, um, I, I can't, I can't lie. I hope I don't get booted off of the show, but I was at least a little bit happy for him. Um, just as an individual, um, I do not like the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are very much near the bottom of my list of favorite teams um but but it is it's cool to see um it's always cool to see someone get their first goal again you know just rooting for an individual as opposed to a team um it, it was annoying how quickly the goal came and um uh that that kind of to me was the realization like oh right this team still kind of sucks you know like we're you know we're reliving the glory days of seemingly nonstop contention, um, but but we're we're still here for right now. Um, the second golden age is still still a ways away, but we'll get there. And then maybe in twenty years, it'll be someone else's name in the rafters. Yeah, maybe think... starts with a B and then an E and then a D and then. A D. <laughs> um, but uh, we, I, I, I think. You're, you're echoing the same points that, that I wanted to make was, um, again, another really quick strike um, by the opposition coming in at two minutes and 14 seconds. Blackwell and Dickinson getting the assist on uh, David Gust's goal. And, uh, you know, this one, it, it, it was uh, a puck that had really started off from behind the net. Um, and and kind of pinballed over to Gust and was right there to to make a great um, shot and and catch Kako uh, Kapo Kakanen um, a little bit going from side to side and again we had always mentioned that that was an area we look at with him because there are days where he's got very very good post-to-post movement and there are days where you feel like he's a little bit slow to the uptake and a little bit slow um, you know to get the pads down when he does slide from side to side and this one was such a quick strike that to me it it it's not on him. Um, you, you could see it just slithered right underneath the pad um, as he was going to make the save. So he was there positionally, but again, getting that pad down just a half a 
half a millisecond would have made the save. Um, but again, it came so quickly from behind that you know didn't really have too much of a of a chance to to make the save there. Um, but um, we'd have an action-packed first period because Nick Benino would come back and, and score at four minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, Nick's 10th uh, of the season with McDonald and Sturm getting the assists there. And uh, Benino, I mean, this one was just great positioning by him kind of stealthily moved into the the side of the slot area um kind of the quiet ice um but was unmarked and they were able to get the puck out to him and he made a quick shot um and and caught uh Mrazek going from side to side and you know Peter was on his on his a game tonight and we'll we'll talk about the the number of saves because it was quite quite a big um quite a big shot differential there but but Nikki was able to bury it and and again give give some energy back to the sharks and we had some good back and forth. What what did you see on on Nick's goal um uh Dana? Um just the sharks like sticking with a play a lot longer than they have in recent games. So I think it became safe to conclude that the ceremony you know wasn't resulting in a sluggish effort like um things sometimes do which is great um maybe that that was kind of something I was a little afraid of for this game not gonna lie that um such a wonderful ceremony could result in some sluggishness and that kind of thing but um I, I I appreciated seeing um some of the guys who haven't been scoring as much um to you know show up and um yeah I thought it I thought it 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 wasn't you know the kind of play you set up carefully. It was very much just like oh I see an opportunity I'm going to go for it. And obviously Mrazek was really sharp tonight overall. So um, the fact that um, you know they they did find the ways to to get some past him was good. Um, I will say on the first goal uh, I I agree with you about um, Takanen struggling in. Um, just the reaction time, but he definitely got sharper as the game went on. I, I think, I mean, there was, you know, the, um, the extra Chicago goals, but, um, I, I think, I think Ferraro he settled has in. Been, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think Ferraro has been struggling some as of late. Um, I feel like on the first goal, I wouldn't blame him, but the awareness of, Gus being right next to him, um, you know, some, sometimes there are just these guffaws that lead to goals. And um, so that's something I've noticed. But overall, he, he puts the effort in usually. So I'm not mad at him. But I feel like he's capable of more than what he's shown this season. He definitely so. seems like he has regressed, though. Um, from just yeah. from a from a defensive positioning and, and kind of awareness before he played with a little bit more poise and, and maybe it was playing with Brent, but and, right. and it was keeping his game simpler. Uh, maybe he feels like he's got to do more now um, and, okay. and that that might be affecting his his game in general. But uh, getting back to the first period, Brett Cini would score at 512. So literally a minute after Nick. Uh, got the Sharks all tied up, Jones getting a getting an assist there. So uh, that would make it 2-1 Chicago. 
Um, and then uh, Evgeny Snetchikov um, getting his eighth of the year with Sturm and Vlasic getting the assists. And this one was just a really good um, effort kind of goal. And, and Evgeny was kind of scooting off to the side, kind of starting to exit the play while, and then the puck just kind of kicked right out to him. And he, and he had a, a Morazic again, moving laterally and, we said that that's probably one of the best plays to make to get the goalie moving from left to right because it is, for most goaltenders, a, a weakness. So they were able to capitalize again on on getting a, a, one of those corner shots. And um, a guy that I've liked his game the whole season, I thought maybe scapegoated a little bit earlier on in the season for some of the struggles and didn't deserve to be plucked out of the lineup but it's good to see him getting on the score sheet. Um, and I think it's, I think if Denise would, would be a, a good fourth line piece to keep around. And, and I think I'd like to see more of him um, integrated into, into a more stable fourth line. Um, because I, I think that there, there is some, some potential there, you know, maybe, maybe he's not a 20 goal scorer, but you know, maybe he can chip in like, 10 to 15 goals on a fourth line that I mean would be incredibly useful and you know and again 35 points in in 82 games for a fourth liner I mean it sounds good and he's um responsible in his own zone for the most part he's sometimes he's prone to giving up the puck here or there but I mean that's something that can be sharpened up a little bit but I think again, just a just a player that's got a good motor, and I and I liked what I have seen. So um, good for him to get on the score sheet and to get the Sharks back into it. Going into the second period, we wouldn't have any scoring, but we would definitely have a parade to the penalty box. That's for sure. Uh, the Sharks would take three straight penalties against one at 347 one at 654 and then we had a little bit of a dust-up fight that resulted in an extra uh roughing minor to noah gregor so again seemed like the sharks were maybe a little bit victimized here um the the first couple of call the holding call on logan i thought eh kind of ticky tacky and then the mikey azimont hooking i i thought that one was the most ticky tacky of of the three and then with with noah the roughing i mean i think he was lucky that he didn't get the instigator there so again i mean you know you can you can choose your battles with the refs or or what have you but it seemed like, <laughs> like dummy <laughs> um yeah you know in in the first period uh uh, we didn't get any whistles, right? And we didn't get any penalties. But in that second, it was it was a parade. So, Dana, I mean, what were you seeing from the refs tonight to kind of like going from nothing to everything all at once? Well, what I'm seeing for me tonight is I just said Mike Domi and then Matt Domi. And then I was like, oh, Max Domi. I got on the third track. Guys, I'm really sleepy. I'm trying here. Um but regarding the refs, it, maybe they were sleepy too. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think they, yeah, missed calls here and there. And um, some of the calls were kind of questionable. Um, and the Sharks didn't get their first power play until like the third period, right? So um, I don't know what was going on there. Um, but definitely interesting dynamic. 
Um, and as I'm sure we'll touch on soon, uh, Max Domi was also not a fan of the refs tonight. Maybe for different reasons. <laughs> so going into that third period, uh, Max Domi would actually was it, I think it was at the latter half of the second um he got an errant stick it was from a follow-through that hit him in the teeth and uh lost I think two or three teeth out there on the ice um and was completely livid saying that you know hey this this wasn't a follow-through this was you know him um you know not being um aware with his stick and it should be a penalty and you know he was barking at the refs all the way back to the bench. I mean, clearly you could hear it through um, Drew's uh, mic. I mean, you could hear him chirping at the, the referee and just unloading on him. And, you know, I'm surprised that, that the these refs took as much abuse from, from both teams tonight as they did because – both sides were really upset with the officiating. One, the Sharks were beside themselves on the three penalties in a row, um, and then the the extra uh, roughing minor. Um, but uh, again, the Blackhawks had issues with the refs as well. So again, could have been more about the clock management more than anything else because um you know the game did get delayed a little bit getting it started um and again you know the these guys are uh, they're human right so they'll probably want to get home and you know getting to watch reruns of melrose place or something but who knows um but yeah it's uh it, it was interesting, That that's for sure, because I thought we were going to have maybe like two or three penalties called the whole game, and then we got the kitchen sink in that second. So going into the third, I mean, Max Domi would come out with a fire lit underneath his rear end. He scores 16 seconds into the third with just a beautiful top corner snipe. McCabe and, um, and Mazurik getting the assist. And this one, I mean, you cannot fault Capo on this one. It's glove high, right in the top corner where the mama hides the cookie jar, as uh, as Rick Jenneret would say. Um, and again, just one of those really, really nice goals. So I, I tip my hat on on uh, on that one to Max Domi for sure. Um, you, you could say the Sharks' defensive positioning there was off, but again, he was just coming in with a vengeance that I don't think even if there was somebody posted up on him, he still was going to skate through that. So um, again, just tip my hat to that one. Um, and we would, uh, we would see the sharks really put on the pressure. And when I had talked about getting to the shot counter here, um, overall the shark shots were 35, 48, but in that, in that third period, the sharks put 16 shots on net and um, Peter Morazic just continued continued to stop shot after shot and it wasn't just like one and done or perimeter type shots but it was high danger shots as well um you could definitely see that both teams had some some juice in this one and and um you know both came to play and i thought um like you had said cop capo had gotten stronger through the game and uh really I think kind of met the challenge that uh Mrazek kind of uh threw out there um and and I think acquitted himself well um but it would take up until 17 
49 of the third period for Mr. EK65 to come off of a uh you know a, a game where in which he didn't get a point i think what, did he go two two games without a point i believe it was two games without a point and getting a, a really nice uh uh wind up uh slap shot from uh the uh let's see from the from the top of the face-off circle so Again, really great shot. It was good to see EK getting the the team back into it. Vlasic and Couture would get the assists there, and uh, that would bring Carlson's goal total up to nineteen, so almost to the, to that twenty goal mark. And uh, I mean, what more can we say about EK sixty five? It's he's he's on a roll, and uh, you know if if there's a, a a market for him, I think he's just increasing you know increasing the haul with each and every point that he gets so um again you know if 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 he is going to be sticking here with us in san jose i i hope that this continues and you know we get to see a, a good longevity of of superstar eric carlson that's for sure because it's special to watch um if not then again you know you're trying to get the met the best value you can and and uh you know make the moves for the organization that makes sense for the future um dana i mean do you want to cap off anything that you saw in that in that uh third period um before we head over to the overtop yeah um actually if i could go back to the svechnikov goal because i had some thoughts on that um it, it was fun to watch he was just so exuberant and i loved his selly um, you know, sometimes I feel like the Sharks have just skipped sellies, um, especially if it's a, you know, because, it, like, they're just playing for anything. But tonight they were they were playing not only for Patty, but I feel like for the crowd, for the fans. They finally got a chance to entertain, um, you know, a sellout crowd, 18,000 people as opposed to, like, 10,000 or whatever it has been. Um, and that was really evident. And it just, it, like, filled my soul, my crops are watered my skin is thriving um it, it you know it, it it was awesome and i i super look forward to the day that we have that every night you know night and night out again um and uh yeah i would i would love to keep Svech around um just so puck i can keep saying mr svechnikov that he got from i don't know where he still hasn't told me um so yeah, and then in the third, um, it, the Gregor goal being called back was disappointing, and I think it probably was offside. Um, but it's they so long to decide, and everyone was just like, "Oh my god, it's been we've been here for four hours. <laughs> Please, can we get on with it?" Um, but in the end, poor Noah Gregor is still technically snake bitten, um, so. I don't know, but, you know, the effort was there. Um, good pass by Carlson. He got his moment later, um, of course. Um, the Sharks did nothing with their power play, um, which is was disappointing because was it the only one they got all game, right? Just one? Well, yep. Um, and, yeah, and then for that um, Carlson goal um, towards the end, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely really satisfying to see when pulling the goalie actually works. Um, and 
I, I could tell like a little bit of a weight was lifted off his shoulders because um, the horror he went two games without a point, guys. Um, yeah, which <laughs> bent him. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was an awesome goal and it was awesome to see the crowd get going. And I saw some empty seats, which makes me think some people might have snuck out a little early. Um, and again, it is satisfying to see a goal be scored when some people have already left because they think the game is over. Okay, in fairness, probably people had to get back home. It was late. It was late. But well, and, I mean, the plus Caltrain too leaves at ten thirty, oh, right? So true. Okay, okay. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> that is the um, one. Yeah. That is the one area that I think if if the city of San Jose and the um, VTA want to really um, work with the Sharks is to add an extra train um, for the end of the night after the the game is com- completed. Um, you know, I think that that would would serve you know to help some of that um, keeping the crowd in their in, in the seats for longer. Um, but yeah. of course, you know they they have their schedules that they've got to keep as well. So. Uh, again, you know, we we appreciated all of the fans being there and uh, appreciated the atmosphere that, that we got for for Patty. Um, and, and it's unfortunate in, in that overtime period, um, you know, the Sharks would get a few chances, but they would take another penalty. And um, this one uh, was Logan Couture holding the stick and out out of all the penalties they called that one to me was just it, it just seemed like Domi sold that one like a, kind of yeah. kind of a little egregiously and it's like look if if you have the um embellishment uh you know in the hip pocket as a as a uh, a penalty that can be called use it more often you know, make it make it offset. You know, keep it at three on three and keep the flow going. When you, I, I don't like power plays in the overtime period because it goes to four on three, which is always a funky power play to begin with. Um, and and I think it breaks up the fun. That's the that is the three on three. Now, of course, you can't, um, you know, you you can't not call penalties, but. That is that is the the one drawback of having the three on three is adding the extra skater for the power play. So, again, I think that one to me um, kind of sucked and really kind of deflated the team. And I think after that point, um, going into the shootout, I, I mean, the the team failed to score on any of its shots, um, and and uh, the um, the Blackhawks were able to get one of their penalty shots. Um, on on net and get it past uh, Kapo Kakinen, which was really unfortunate because he played well um, overall. I mean, he ended the night tonight with a 914 save percentage, um, stopping 32 of 35 shots. And um, again, one of his better showings. So um, especially in that overtime period, he stopped the breakaway from Max Domi again. And I thought it was like, man, okay, he, he really did. You know, he, he saw what Mrazek did and thought okay you know I need to step it up and and he played well so we come to the to the end and unfortunately you know it wasn't a win for for Patty but it was an exciting game a great presentation great evening in general and uh, that will put a bow on on the uh, night's action so Dana we got to talk what was our post-it count <laughs> um I believe Okay, four. 
so last time we were at 44, so now we're at 48. Yeah, we're at um, the hurdle number. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh gosh, hurdle. Come on, come on, get it back, buddy. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this will send him good luck, good vibes. Um, so as far as the content of the post-its, I mostly covered everything. Um, just, you know, as we went along through the game. Um, yeah, pretty much. I, I really enjoyed OT and um, I really, um, there there were a lot of close calls where Kakanen made, um, you know, not the most like athletic or dramatic saves, but just, just had his pad in the right spot at the right time and really kept the Sharks in it. And I, I really felt the energy and the momentum and I really thought they were going to win. And and so it was disappointing that they didn't um, because like I am on team tick at this point. I know I never thought I would say that, um, uh, but this draft is just is too good to resist. Um, but I was really hoping they would win this game, but at least they brought the energy. I could tell they were, they were playing for Patty. They were playing for, that whole crowd. And, um, I, I, I think there are still things to be proud of and players who showed up. So, um, you know, it wasn't the dumpster fire. It could have been, (laughs) let's put it that way. (laughs) Well, with that, in case you miss us and you want to check us out again, check us out across all of your podcasters of choice that being the apple podcast the google play store the youtube rewind soundcloud spotify tune in iheart audacity and of course at tealtownusa.com smash the likes the sub and the bell to get notified when we go live of course if you're a long timer you know we go live after every sharks game it's what we do and what we'll continue to do <laughs> and uh and we definitely appreciate it dana what are your final thoughts and where the people can find you um uh, my final thoughts are i'm already like 40 percent asleep guys so definitely gonna hop in bed pretty soon um, but I really, I, I did enjoy the game. I enjoyed the ceremony. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> people can find me at, uh, data may, uh, with two eyes on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. And appreciate you hopping on with me. I know tonight was definitely a slog, but, uh, but we got through it. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. As far as final thoughts for myself is uh, I appreciate everybody bearing through my uh, cold. I'm still getting over this flu bug, so still still got a little bit of uh, still a little bit of the sweats. And uh, of course, you can see in my face, I'm definitely kind of pale still. So I'm gonna try and get some sleep here. You're glowing. Ah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> as I wipe away the sweat from my head. Um, but no, we appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. I know it was a late one. And, uh, and, uh, again, from everybody at Teal Town USA, we really appreciate it. And as far as where you can find me, you can use my first name. That's Eric E-R-I-K and my last name, Landy L-A-N-D-I across all of the social media garbage. And for everybody at Teal Town USA, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Good night. Thank you, everyone. And we will catch you after the next game.